choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. All right, yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is uh, thanks for asking, episode seventy-six. I'm Swab at sincerely Swab. Kells at KMGZ, and we back and. We got a lot of stuff today, but we're going to try to not be two hours, because, you know, the shows come on tonight, so uh, let's get right to it. You got any yours and negatives? Uh, yeah, I want to give one out to Kevin Hart for getting his star in Hollywood. Um, not a huge fan of his movies and shit, but I still respect his hustle and his grind. Um, he works hard. Some of his shit is funny, but nonetheless, I can't stone on his work ethic, and he, he works hard. So, shout out to him for his achieving his star. Um, I don't really got one, I, I don't think. I, every week I be trying to come up with topics and I always forget the, um, yours and negritude unless something, like, really pops. Um, no, I don't think, uh, I, I don't got one. Oh, one more, one more, one more. Um, going out to the Noel sisters as a collective first sisters to have number one records in a year. That's the most forever. that's the most randomest stat because it's forever because there ain't been no other sisters. So somebody what kind of stat is that? First one first one legged man to win a two legged race. Like okay. No shade. I just thought that was a funny stat. They're like first sisters ever. I'm like name me two other sisters that got records out. Somebody was like Janet Latoya, I was like, you making my point. Um, I mean that's dope. No, but with siblings though, they're one of like three because it's it's them two, um, Janet and Michael, and was it was another? I can't. There was like three of them, but they was like the top two. Um, I just thought that was funny. They had to adjust it because the first that was like first sister siblings ever. Okay. Um. All right. So let's move on to uh current events. So um, hold on. What you want to do first? Well, let's do, I know, so, I went to see Birth of a Nation, um, Sunday, you haven't seen it, but it don't matter, cause, I'm sure you've seen the chatter about it, and you've seen the Nate part, did you hear his interview on The Breakfast Club? No. Okay, he had an interview on The Breakfast Club, everybody, it, this whole long story, we talked about this before, about Nate Parker and the, and the rape, and Birth of a Nation, I got on here before, and when I was long ran about how I was going to see it because it was bigger than Nate and all that. And I, did, I never planned to boycott it. I always wanted to see it. I did go see it. And um, the movie, people call it a flop. It's not really a flop. It's, if you look at the other movies, and that, I mean, this is not like a big budget, you know, like a Transformers or nothing like that. Like, if you look at the other movies of that genre, I'll say, it's done about the same. But I'm still calling it a flop because... I, I feel like it should have done a lot better. Could have done a lot better. And it just wasn't good. Now listen. I was super excited about this movie because, you know, I'm very, I actually know a bit about, I mean, I know a little bit about history. I went to school, I'm educated, I read, I know shit, okay? I know that separates me from a large portion of the population, but so be it. So I knew a lot about Nat um, Turner. 
and yo, the Nate Nat struggle is real. Um, and so I really wanted to see the movie. And so when it came out, I was reading the reviews and and a whole bunch of different reviews, like not just you know, cause you know some some reviews you read they always gonna be hating or it's just always you know there's certain ones you just know to you know either they're gonna gush over everything or they're gonna have an issue with it for whatever reason. But every review I read was like, man, this ain't that good. And then, so I was like, damn. And then people that went to see it, like when it came out, came back to the TL. And they were like, um, it was really not that great. It was okay. It wasn't breathtaking. So I started to get disappointed. Like, man, damn, the movie not good on top of all this other shit. So then, um, you know, but I kept reading reviews, kept coming in, reviews kept coming in. And then I read the one from the New York Times. And when I read the one from the New York Times, I was like, okay, because the New York Times goes out of their way to, like, bend over backwards to like these type of movies. These slave movies and these historical movies and these, you know, African-American, you know what I mean, movies. They go out of their way to like them shits. And even they was like, man, this shit ain't that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, damn. So a long story short, I went Sunday to see it. And, um... You know, it really, it wasn't terrible. Like, I've seen worse movies. It wasn't trash. But it was like, it just wasn't that good. Like, you could tell, you ever watch a movie and you could tell that, like, everybody in the movie involved thinks that they're making an Oscar movie. And so everybody, like, super extra, super serious. That's how it was. Like, but it wasn't that good. It was like a great. It was like a great. Like that film could have came on Netflix or it could have came on HBO. Like you really didn't need to go to the. It just wasn't that good. Compared to like Twelve Years a Slave, which niggas had a problem with Django, um, which is kind of same drama like Slave Era Revenge, um, Roots Glory. Any of the comparing it to those movies, it's just not good like that. Like the acting was okay. Um, I laughed at Nate a few times because you could just tell, and it's not that his performance was bad, like, he, he wasn't a bad, he's not a bad actor, but, like, you could just tell that this nigga just was like, oh, this is Oscar, I'm acting for an Oscar, and you could just tell, like, every scene, he was just like, yes, this is an Oscar scene right now, like, everybody was just extra, he was just extra, and it just made me laugh, it's part of the end where he gets hung, and I was chuckling because... You can just tell that that scene was, like, supposed to be it. They played the dramatic music. They, I was like, this, I just laughed. And I thought it was just me. But I noticed in the theater that I, was, I, went, to, I went to Magic Johnson on 125th at, um, it was after the Eagles game. So it was, like, afternoon. It was people in there. It was, like, a nice mix of people in there. I made sure I didn't go sun, um, Sunday morning. I made sure I didn't go early because I was like, I ain't trying to be in there with that church crowd, right? So I made sure I went later. So it was, I think, the Eagles game went on, whatever. It was like four or five. I think I went to the five or six o'clock. Can't remember. Decent time. Nice mix in there, right? Nobody in the theater was like, it was like maybe, in my row, was like these two girls. They was like, you know how black people are commenting and clapping and shit. But for the most part, nobody in the theater was like, they wasn't clapping. They wasn't cheering. You know the scenes where they you supposed to be like, yeah, nobody was. And I noticed that. I was like, okay, this is not, because I watched this shit with straight face like this. I watched the shit, so I was like, okay, it's not just me. And I'm in Harlem. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if they don't, if they're not gonna go up here, it's not just me that don't think it's a good movie. And it wasn't good because like they sold it as a biopic, right? It's not a biopic. It's really not. It's just they wrote a story about Nat Turner. 
And the real story would have just been more interesting. I'm like, that's fine. If you don't want to do a biopic, like somebody was like, oh, Titanic did the same thing. Yeah, but Titanic didn't sell itself as actual Titanic sinking. It it was a movie about the Titanic that we knew was going to be a love story that was going to take place on that setting. They didn't sell it like this is the, the documentary about the sinking of the Titanic. You knew what you was going into with that. And it was a good movie. You know what I mean? Titanic was fucking good. So I'm like, y'all sold it like a biopic, but it really wasn't. Like, they could have just told, first of all, it was little stuff. Like, it just like they put Google, they Google slavery real quick. It was just like, yo, it's little things you got to do. Nobody is, you know, nobody expects it to be, like, straight to fact. We know you got to do a little Hollywood. We know you got to change some things. But, like, little, I hate when you watch movies and they don't get the simple shit right, right? Like, you want this to be a serious movie, Nate... Nat um, Turner was in Virginia, Spotsylvania, Southern, not not super Southern, but like, you know, Virginia. Bruh, they was on these sprawling cotton plantations, picking cotton. All the slave owners was cotton, cotton men, and the crops was cotton, and I got to go pick my 500 pounds. All this shit, like, nigga, they ain't grow cotton like that in Virginia. They grow tobacco. Like, that's a simple fact check, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just Google slavery. Oh, they pick cotton. And then they shot it in Louisiana or somewhere like that. You could tell because your trees and shit, right? Which is fine. If you shoot it wherever you shoot it, you can't do nothing about that. But at least try to make it look like Virginia. They showing these big plantations. Like, clearly y'all not in Virginia. This is Mississippi or Louisiana probably because that's where everybody films at. It just, little shit like that. The women's roles was just basically... The mama, the grandmother, and they was getting raped by the white man, and that was it. Like they had no, they had no death, they had no partner story. It was basically him and his boys going around killing white. And even that, it took forever, yo. That shit didn't even come to like the end of the movie. And then by the time it was just like, all right, nigga, let's get this shit over with. It wasn't thrilling. It was predictable. It was so many things they could have went into. The relationship between him and his master, which was quite complex because they grew up together, and he started, um, Nat Turner started out as his father's slave. His father died, willed the property, which includes the slaves, to his son. So him and his son had a, basically grew up together. So they didn't go nothing into that relationship. It was so much they could have did. They didn't go into, like, the Nat Turner... Yo, Nat Turner flipped the table. When they had white people scared to death, they killed like 60, 65 white people. White people was panicked because at that time, slaves in the U.S. outnumbered the white folks. And they were really afraid that it was going to catch on. And it was all kind of shit. They was pulling people out their house. Nat Turner slave revolt caused all kind of havoc. Didn't depict any of it. You didn't see none of that. Everybody just cool and calm looking for Nat Turner, and it's like, this is, this is crazy, like, it's so many, it's so much y'all could have did with this movie, and I just feel like it was a vanity project, he wanted to star in some shit, he knew he wasn't gonna get a star role, but hey, I could just make a movie and star in it, and that's what it was like, it was like a grad film picture, like, it, you know, like, and that, but I'm surprised that it didn't do as well, because it's the kind of movie that niggas that don't really know about movies, like the Tyler Perry, I call it just up from Tyler Perry, like maybe they don't like Tyler Perry, but they not into like deep movie, you know what I mean, they go whatever, they go see whatever, so I thought he would get those people, cause I'm like okay, these niggas that's on the TL talking about how it's super deep and transform. I thought he would get them, cause it is it's a movie that appealed to people like that, if you don't know shit about Nat Turner, or you just googled it last week or whatever, you read some quick cliff notes on it, and you think you know shit, 
you might like that movie, but anybody that knows anything about it or just sees movies, like, it wasn't that great, and I don't think it's anywhere near Oscar-worthy. It's nowhere near Oscar-worthy. The performances, okay, everybody, I mean, the acting all have no problem with it. It's not like they were bad actors, but you could just tell, it was just like, everybody was just like, trying to be extra, you know what I mean? It's that, like, I compare it to Glory. Glory had outstanding performances, but you could tell that they was just performing. They was just trying to get the movie right and the role right and the setting right and what would this soldier do and how would this soldier act. They were trying to get it right. And Birth of a Nation, everybody was in that shit like, oh, this is super serious and this is, we have to be Oscar worthy. It was just extra. It was extra. And, um, was there anything factually accurate at all? No, it was somewhat. I mean, they had the slave revolt. Um, it's, no, I mean, I guess they was trying to, because, I mean, the, the, Nate, Nat Turner was likely a, a paranoid schizophrenic. Like, these visions he saw, he was likely, likely had schizophrenia, right? Now, granted, if you don't want to depict that in a story, that's fine. Like, nobody, okay, I don't want to, you know, that's something you could take creative license with, no problem. He tried to depict the visions, but, like, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't clear that that's what it was. It was just like a feel, like, every now and then, would, like, this angel would come down, and you'd be like, okay, what is this? Or he would be in the woods, and he would see, like, this old African ritual, and you're like, okay, it was just, it was, the, the cinematography was not that great. I kept watching it like, yo, Spike Lee would have killed this shit. Spike Lee would have killed this shit. Spike Lee ain't made a good movie in a minute, but his cinematography is always on point, and Nate kept trying to do these, these great scenes, and these, you know, different, you could tell he was trying to be, he was trying to be fancy with the camera, and it just wasn't, it was like, yo, Spike would have killed this, you know, um, it, it, I mean, what, was it historic, no, no, because, no, because the, 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 um, in the movie, the whole impetus for him doing the slave revolt was that his wife got raped, okay, like, so, you know, the real story was basically Nate had visions and just decided, fuck these white people, we gonna try to get free. You know, like, I just feel like you could have told the real story of Nat Turner, still took your Hollywood license, still made it exciting, and it would have been a way better movie instead of this. Um, you know, if people want to go, honestly, I would just say wait for Netflix, wait for HBO, because it's really not, it just wasn't that good. And I really wanted to like it. And I, and I was, look, like we said on here before with the whole rape thing I was willing to look all past that because I just wanted to see the movie and you know now it's coming out that you know people so the boy Roland Martin today he's on every him and a couple other people Charlemagne and random people blaming black feminists because you know the movie didn't do well or whatever because of the boycott I mean I, I don't I don't I went to see it I didn't boycott it. I think it just wasn't that good of a movie. And my thing is, if y'all so worried about, like, going to see it, why y'all niggas ain't going to groups and go see that shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why had to be black women going to see it? So, <clears throat> sorry, I got this bronchial infection. So, you know, I, I just, I ain't like it. I ain't think it was good. I think, I think, you know, Nate Parker is, an insufferable asshole. Turns out he turned down help from Oprah. Oprah at, offered to, uh, well, this is what they say. She offered to help him do damage control. He didn't want to do it. Like, nigga, who says no to Oprah? Like, I don't know. Nobody said no to Oprah that turned out for the, good for them. 
You know, so that's all. Yeah, I, that, that wasn't a good look. What sucks though is like, you know, they, they did all this shit. They did. He went on this promo run. All this, look past it. You know, this is a great story, great to tell the kids. And then, I mean, I haven't seen it like you said, but it's it, it's not factually accurate at all. Like, then what? You're not telling. I mean, it's story. factually accurate in that it's about Nat Turner who had a slave and revolt, revolt and I chopped mean, up people. It's that that's in it, but. I mean, my thing is, this is what I'm like. If you're going to tell a story, fine. But if you're going to try to do, like, a historical biopic-ish or whatever, then you need to be as historically accurate as you can within your story. Otherwise, you might as well just be making Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. You know what I mean? Just like, which was a dope-ass movie. But, like, it was just, it's it's a, this is a movie I wrote, and I'm going to put it in this setting, and I have these characters, so you kind of know you got the setup, but this is totally fanciful movie. I'm not trying to let, I'm not trying to make Lincoln here. And it was kind of like that. It was like, nigga, you just made up a story about Nat Turner, which is fine, but like, I feel like it wasn't marketed like that. It was marketed like it was going to be a biopic, and right. it was not. And th- that's what I'm saying. And you, you're right. It, like in retrospect, it's entirely a vanity project. Like, everything makes sense about this dude. He was an asshole. Yes, and that's another topic because as we we discussed that on here before. Look. There are certain crimes that I'm just I just can't forgive. Rape is one of them. Child molestation. Any any crime that involves you basically destroying another person, you deciding that that another person's life or pro, or whatever uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, control of their body, consent, whatever, don't matter, and you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. You got the Trump grab by the pussy attitude. Like any crime like that. I just, I can't forgive that, okay, but if he would have just said, look, I was 19 years old, this is what occurred, I was 19 years old then, what I did was wrong, I didn't, you know, I didn't didn't get it then, I didn't understand, I figured, you know, just anything, I figured that it was cool, but now I understand that that was rape, I can't, you can't just do that, it was, that's all he would have had to say, and I'm not saying I would have fucked with you, because rape is when, I just feel like you, that's, you just a fucked up individual, and, but I would have been like, okay, fine, because you can't turn the clock back, you can't turn back time, you can't undo it, all you could do is be, you know, genuinely express remorse, and appear to have grown and learned your lesson, that's, I fine, I would have took that, but this motherfucker just, you could just tell everything about his attitude the whole time, even in that movie, you can just tell he doesn't feel like he did anything wrong he doesn't feel like he has to apologize for anything, and why y'all bother me with this shit, even though this girl killed herself because of the shit that you did to her and put her through, and nobody went to jail because the court system is so fucked up and you fucking niggas coming with this oh, well, he was found not guilty next time when these cops shoot one of y'all asses in the street and get off, that's what I'm gonna say that's what I'm gonna say, well, they was found not guilty cause Hi. that's how y'all sound Pretty much, yeah, I agree. I had a we had a big discussion last week about that. Um, me and some family. This is some one of somebody was saying, yeah, you know, it's old and da da, and he should be annoyed. And I'm just like, yeah, that's cool, but no, like all people want is for him to own that this shit happened, that he was a part of it, that it was stupid. Like nobody's saying, you know, like. Well, yeah, people are calling him a racist, but nobody's saying, you know, you have to live in this and da da da. But no, we want you to own. Acknowledge the shit. Acknowledge the shit. 
And let me tell you another thing. People that are innocent say shit like, look, I didn't do that. I would never do that. And I'm glad the jury saw it. I'm glad the court system realized the truth. That's what people who are innocent, people who did some shit and got away with it, you know what they say? Well, I was found not guilty. That's what they say. That's what guilty motherfuckers say. Right? People that didn't do a crime, that ain't the first thing out their mouth. I was found out guilty. They say, look, I ain't, I, I listen, all I do is watch ID channel. Y'all know. I'll <laughs> be watching all these crime shows, wrongfully convicted, had the wrong, they all say the same thing, you know, I, I, I wasn't there, I was at work, I don't know, you know, why, why they picked me out, I don't know what the deal was, I'm just glad that, you know, the jury saw through the truth, or the lies, or whatever, no person that's convicted, of, that's accused of a crime, that that's, didn't do the crime, says, well, I was found out guilty, as the first thing out their mouth, that's shit guilty niggas say, so, and I read, the, like I told you before on here, because I thought, I was like, this is some bullshit. What is this they talk about? I read them court papers. He raped, they, they raped that girl. And he got off because at the time, the court was on that bullshit. Well, y'all had sex before, so she must have let you do it this time. So, you know, whatever. Um, and even, like, even if he didn't physically rape her, he facilitated a rape. Bruh, she was unconscious, and he told he let his friends come in and have sex right. with her. That's rape. And even right. if, and even if by law it ain't rape, what kind of nigga does that? Exactly. It's just like either way, he's a fucked up. He's an asshole. And it just be so dismissive of it. I didn't do nothing. I'm not gonna apologize for nothing. I ain't do. Okay, motherfucker. Okay. His arrogance, bruh. His arrogance comes through all in the movie. Like, I can't express this enough. Like, you go see this movie, you're gonna see this motherfucker's arrogance on full display. He thinks he is the fucking macaroni and the cheese. You can just, you can just tell it. I was like, why? I was in that theater like, this motherfucker is the worst. Uh, and he's a, it wasn't like he was a bad actor. It's just... You could just that's it's a you could just tell this was about him. He wanted to be in the movie. He wanted to be the black man. He wanted uh, oh my wife got raped. I got it because that's the only kind of rape we could recognize. Oh you know every every woman and almost everybody his wife got raped. His friend's wife got raped. Every woman in the movie basically that wasn't his grandmama or his mama got sent to the white man to be raped. Basically that was the that was the entire role in the movie and to um show his back up when he got whipped and that was about it. So, yeah. I think I just might wait till it uh, come out. It'll be out soon. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, you know, it wasn't terrible though. Like, like, don't think it's not. Don't think you're gonna watch it. It's gonna be complete trash. It's not terrible, but it ain't. It ain't that great, bro. You're gonna be sitting. There, everybody in the theater when that shit was over, ain't nobody clap or nothing. Everybody was just like, All right, okay, let's go. It's not. It was not that great. Um, I remember when we went to see Glory in the theater. Niggas was cheering for that shit. Um. Alright, so what's next? Um, I guess we can trump real quick the debate. <laughs> you said you ain't see it, right? Nah, I was out at uh, A3C. Shout out to Atlanta. Um, that shit was a mess. I said I wasn't gonna watch it. it, it it's, I mean, I ain't got nothing to say about it. Everybody that saw it, it, it he was, it's... <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Like, Hillary was the only adult on the stage. I'm mad that she even has to sink to this. I'm mad that she had a woman as intelligent and accomplished accomplished as she is has to be subject to this fool. Has to even 
acknowledge him and take him seriously and act like he's like anywhere near her level. I'm just I'm just mad at it. Like you know, um, and it was just it was just he more of the same. Like it was it was horrible. Um, he complained. He he was he was following her around the state. You I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. But I guess we just got to give it a shout out. So it, it was horrible. Um, and apparently some people think Donald Trump won. I don't know. I don't know how. Um, but <coughs> he did not. Let's go to um, Aubrey real quick. So apparently Aubrey is back off now. Um, the rumors are that um, I don't know Drake. Personally, I told you before. I think Rihanna. And is just like, look, you my boyfriend, but only when I feel like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not ready to settle down, but don't be having me out here looking stupid. Like, I just, I just, because that girl that they're claiming that he um has on tour with him, he's been having her on Snap, on Instagram for a month now. Like, I've been seeing her on Instagram. So I'm like, I, I don't think that there's... Look, we don't know these people, but it don't seem like they're super exclusive. Like I said before, it seemed like, yo, you know, I like you, you like me. When, when I see you, it's, it is what it is, but, but I'm busy and I'm booked and I ain't got time to be all up under you all the time. And look, just whatever, I just don't want no bullshit. That's what it seems like to me. Because he's been posting that girl on Instagram forever. But I think it's something to it because, I, you know, we just said before how Melissa and, and, and Rihanna be shady on Instagram. And I had noticed some shady shit like a few days ago. And then I noticed Drake posted. Drake had that post where um he was saying how he don't care about none of these rappers, none of these singers. And I was like, well, what's that about? And then Chris Brown had posted some shit. So I'm like, okay, something going on here. I don't know if it's all this what they saying, but these are clearly shots. Like, you know, something some something going on here. So, you know, I think it might be some truth to it. The reason why, I don't know, but you know, Rihanna's in Barbados, Drake's still on tour. He posts some sad ass shit today on there. So, um, you know, so that was just the Aubrey update. I told I knew I figured they'd be off again, probably be on again. I don't know. I just think Rihanna's not ready to settle down and I think she just, you know, likes that nigga, can trust him, you know, fucks with him when she fucks with him. But you know, it ain't that serious. That's just how I've been seeing it. Um, but yeah, she, I don't know. I read something that said that they had an open relationship. That's what I'm open. saying. I don't think I don't think it's like we go. I mean, I don't think it's like we go together, go together, and you you know, it's just me and you. I think they go together. I mean, they you know, I think that they have an understanding that look, when it's me and you, it's me and you. But we both busy, and I know you be with these hoes, and I be doing whatever I be doing, and I'm not really pressed about it, but don't have me looking stupid. That's what I think it is. So I think that lately, he been having her looking stupid, because he posting this other girl on Instagram, like... Isn't that the girl the game was fucking with? I don't know that much of the rumor. That she's allegedly, like, 18, 19? No, no, no. Is that her? India? Something? I think so. India Love? Oh, is that that girl? Okay, I didn't know that part of the rumor. All the part of the rumor I heard was that he also smashed her sister. Who, the game? No, Drake. That she's the sister of this other girl that he smashed. Because that was the big rumor. They was like, oh, he smashed her sisters. Because the girl that's the girl's sister got on Instagram and was like ranting and raving about it. So that's how I think that that's definitely her sister. Now, if this got anything to do with Rihanna, I don't know. But they was definitely, they was throwing shots on the gram, definitely. 
And then you know how Melissa do. Melissa's super shady. So she was posted on boyfriend day. She posted no fakes. And then she posted shit like only real niggas. You know, Melissa be doing super, super subliminal shit. So I was looking like, all right, I don't know if all these rumors they talking about you. But I'm like, something going on here. Then Chris Brown posted some Vine with some dude. Was like, oh, this the dude she posted now. He corny. I should put LOL. His his um caption on the bottom was like, all niggas do this. And it was all around the same time. And then Drake got mad at his show, talking about, I don't care about this. So I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going on, but something going on. Because everybody just up here posting all this shady shit back and forth. So it's clearly something going on. Yeah, that's the gay ex-girlfriend. That's the girl he was fingering in the park. I know who you're talking about. I just didn't know that's who that was. I thought I didn't know that. Because I've been seeing that girl. That girl been on Drake's Instagram since for a minute. So, and then they had the, they had the rumor that he was on tour with her, and then Drake posted a picture of his pop, and the, and the caption was like, when she catch you lying, but you got proof. So I didn't know what that was about, but I'm like, okay, clearly something is going on here, because they all doing these little subliminal posts, but I didn't know that's who that girl was, because I'm like, but that girl, I'm like, why would Rihanna be upset now about that girl? He been having that girl on his, on his Instagram for like a month now. So maybe she was busy and didn't see it, but I don't, I, I mean, is that, I don't know. Drake, please don't be one of them fuck niggas. I told you what this nigga is, bro. I told you from views. You, you, I'm telling you, that's who this nigga is, bro. They pass him around. I'm telling you, it pass. And then Rihanna, that's what it was. That's when I knew it was something for real. When Rihanna posted that post that said, "None of my exes are married or in happy relationships," so it appears that I'm not the problem. She posted that on the Instagram. That's when I was like, okay, something is up. Cause that was out the blue, but I t- I'm telling you, Drake is the nice guy. He's needy. He seems a lot. He adores her. Make no mistake. I, I mean, that's clear. But like, I can just see. But he's kind of sounding like he's not the nice guy. That's what he I'm saying. Sounding like he plays a lot of no, games. No, that's what I'm saying. The nice guy. Quote fingers. That's how they are. Oh, I'm a nice guy. No, you're not really, nigga. Really, you a pain in the ass. <laughs> really, you a lot. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said, well, I didn't like about views because this night I'm a nice guy and I treat you. You know how the niggas are. That's what he seems like to me. And that's why I said, I was like, nigga, he done went through Serena the head. The girl, when he be with women, not the groupie chicks that need him, women who have their own shit, the Serenas, the Rihannas, the, um, uh, who the other girl? When he with women who don't need him, they pass his ass around. Like, that's how, that's why I was trying to, like, yo, it's, it's, it's not, if they was that pressed for him, he goes from Rihanna, he goes to Serena, he was with, um, that other model chair, I can't remember the game. They pass that nigga around. And when you see that, that's when you know, like, girls is like, yeah, girl, he okay, but he, you start, you know, he good for like two or three weeks, a month, and then he start getting on your nerves. That's what I see with Aubrey and all his songs. I mean, of course, his, you can't always go by a nigga's song because they write whatever. But, I mean, this is a common theme of this motherfucker and all his music. Diamonds, dancing, views, all that shit. He seems like that nigga. You, I want you to, why you don't call me? You don't never call me. You never, he gives me nice guy, bro. He gives me nice guy. And one of them dudes that, you know, you can rock with it for a little bit. But as soon as you do something he don't like or as soon as you don't call him when he wants you to, then here come the drama. And ain't nobody got time for it. So... That's what he all. That's what he gives me, bro. I don't even get that from him. I get this dude. Well, I get the nice guy part, but I get the 
I'm gonna play this role, but I'm really just a fuck nigga that I'm disguising as this. I don't that's what nice guy is, though. That's what when people say that, that's no, what they're talking about. The sensitivities. I think it's this. You know, he paints that whole I'm a one woman man and da da da. I know. But that's what I'm saying. When when people are saying nice guy, like, oh, he's one of them nice guys, that's what they mean. That's what those guys are. Those guys call themselves nice and had your mama like, why you don't like him? And you'd be like, because he's a fuck nigga. Like, really. Like, that nice guy shit is bullshit. He's a fuck nigga like everybody else. So, that's what Drake gives me. So, um, you know, good for a little bit, but whatever. We already talked on that longer than I wanted to. I just wanted to say it was uh, off again because I thought it was funny all the little shady posts they were going back and forth on um okay so let's move on to the what else do we have besides the beans interview we have anything else nah that's just that's it okay so was it yesterday beans was on was on breakfast club or day before it was Monday Monday beans was on um breakfast club cause you know been this whole thing with, Be- with Meek and Omni um, the game and then beans jumped on Meek's record, right, this record and then he un let's, let's use the Trump language, he unendorsed Meek and said Meek was a lame nigga and then made a diss track against Meek, right and then everybody was it was Meek and, where was, they was in Philly for something, I can't remember, was it a show or something like that oh no no, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed the part then then Beans went on pod, Tax Stone's podcast and gave an interview basically dissing me and alluding and, and that he helped me write his rhymes and just saying a bunch of shit that a lot of people might have agreed with, but he did sound a little bit like a hater, even if it was true, right? So then, and then he made the diss songs about me. And then at some show in Philly, not really sure, one of Meek's boys knocked Beans out for saying, for I don't know, who knows? Nigga shit. So. All this time, Charlamagne been saying, look, you know, Beans seem kind of corny. You seem like you only on with the hottest nigga because you was in the studio with Meek. And then, you know, next thing we know, you dissing Meek and you just seeming like a hater. Charlamagne been saying this. So, Beans goes on the radio with Charlamagne. You listen to the whole thing, right? Uh, I think I didn't listen to, like, the last 10 minutes. All right, but you heard the most of it, right? Okay. So, what did you think about the interview? Because I was, like, I listened to the interview, and then I was surprised when I got on Twitter. People was like, oh, Beans checked Charlamagne. And I'm like, not really. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt uh, the same way. Um, of course, like, from the, the, the homophobic comments, I was just like. We gonna, we, let's, do them, let's do them separate, because I got a whole. No, I was just going to go through the rundown. But that, and then it was just like, like, he just had a chip on his shoulder the whole time. It's like, he was sounding like a hater. He was sounding like an asshole. Um, and I agree. I don't think he checked Charlemagne at all. I think Charlemagne held his own. Do I think that Charlemagne is a an antagonist, an instigator? Absolutely, but I don't think he was in that case. And I think he was right um, about a lot of what he said regarding Beans. Um... I thought that Beans was up there being super aggressive for no reason, threatening him, and he wasn't talking. Charlamagne didn't say anything out of pocket. Um, for he him said to he res- was he was saying what he felt and saying what all along what he was saying. And the thing that was irritating me about it is this is this is I think being listen, I'm from Philadelphia, West Philadelphia, born and raised. All right, I I, I 
lived in West Philly with my mom till she died, and I went live. We lived in we lived in North. We lived in Mount Airy, East Oakland area. But I went to school in West Philly. My dad's businesses was were in West Philly. I spent a lot of time in West Philly, so I say I was raised in West Philly, even though we ain't really live in West Philly. But I spent way more time in West Philly than any part of our our city. So I'm Philly down, okay. Um, and I think Charlemagne was right. He sounded like corny. I thought, first of all, I thought he was corny in the first place for jumping on Meek's this record because I think Meek is corny. I think the game is corny too. I think all these niggas are immature. They have the mentalities of a 16 year old. I think Meek is corny because of the whole. He started this whole beef jumping on Twitter, being fucking emotional, acting like a little girl. I think that was corny. Philly niggas are not like that. He making us look whack. This fake gangster shit he doing. Then he got arrested and he going before the court crying and copping. Please, you're not a real gangster. You a fake thug. I think he's corny. All the shit with Nikki. Every rap is Nikki this and Nikki that, and it's just corny. His whole he's corny to me. I'm, I don't like Meek. I don't think he's that good of a rapper. I think all these really, all his raps are basic. He got the same. I just. I don't like me. So I thought Beans was corny in the first place. But I was like, okay, but I get it. Because Game is from L.A. And here go this nigga, you got to jump on from Philly. I got that. and that's. But I agree with Charlamagne because that's what he was like. Okay, I understood that. But then the next week, you flip on the other side and now you anti-me. And then making you look like a hater. And making you look like you would, whoever's hot. And that's exactly correct. Because but on top of that, in in the um the interview with with Tats, he was like, "Yo, I knew Meek was corny." Right, right, show. and that's what she, and that's what Charlamagne was saying. He was like, "But you was just in the studio with him, so if you thought he was corny, why you was in the studio with him?" And he, he be, well, you're not qualified to ask me that. It's like, nigga. You can't. And he keeps talking about it's, it's music. It's, like, yeah, he it's kept saying it's not mute. That's what I'm. But no, he kept saying it's more than that. Okay, so then Charlemagne was like, okay, so what is it? Well, you can't ask me that, nigga. We at the fucking radio station. You came up here to talk about what the fuck it was. I'm asking you, and you ain't saying shit, and you on this dumb nigga street shit. Threats on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like so. And listen, Charlemagne don't never. All them rappers come up there and they try to pump Charlemagne. And listen, Beans is a real nigga. I'm not acting like Beans is some fake. Thug, like he really could probably get you hit. No joke. Beans is from Seagull Street, South Philly. He's a real thug. But Charlemagne ain't ain't Charlemagne got people too. Charlemagne, you think that nigga talk like he talk and don't roll with security? He don't be scared. He don't be shook. All these rappers get up there and they always try to intimidate him, and he holds his own. And I ain't a Charlemagne fan. I think that nigga's real dumb and says stupid shit all the time. But he holds his own. Fredo tried that shit. Birdman tried that shit. They don't intimidate him. He sticks to what he said. And some of y'all, y'all might have just saw that clip when Beans was threatening him. But if you listen to the old radio interview, right after Beans said that shit, Charlemagne was like, okay, dude, well, whatever. You still a hater, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he was not intimidated by that nigga at all. <laughs> so is. Charlemagne is from somewhere in South Carolina. South Carolina, yes. Charlemagne got real goons. He used right? to sell drugs. Exactly. He used to sell drugs, too. So you're not the only one with goons. You're not the only one that can call niggas, trust me. So, you know, and I, he just was right. Like, nigga, this the shit Jay was talking about. You don't sound evolved at all. You sound like the same, like this street. That's just what Charlemagne was saying. He was like, yo, I'm going to tell you. You sound dumb. You sound corny, dude. Like, how old are you? This street shit you talking about? He was like, yo, real gangsters, they either dead or they in jail. He like, you got to evolve, B. Like, it's all this money out here. And you still on this street shit. Like, what is you talking about? B's like, oh, you wouldn't know because you're not a real nigga. He was like, okay. Then if that's, if, if, if being a real nigga is what you talking about, then I'm not a real nigga. 
And then he played himself even further because he kept saying, well, you're not real. And Charlamagne was like, okay, well, what's real? Um, then they started talking about yay and the Kanye incident. Because Beans, I mean, he, basically he was saying, if you're not a street nigga, if you're not a thug, then you're not real. You a fake nigga. And Charlamagne was like, yo, that's dumb, B. He was like, how you gonna say Kanye not real? Real. Kanye is real. He's real to himself. Now nah, he's not a gangster. But because he's not a gangster, that means he's not real. Like, you sound real ignorant right now. And he did. Like, you sound ignorant. Like, nah, that's not what he was saying. He was saying, because he said that he was Drake analogy too. He was saying they're real to their element. He right. Was saying, he was saying street dude. He doesn't portray himself as a street right. dude. Right. He said he that. He would be unreal if he came out talking that gangster shit. He said that. But then he told Charlemagne that Charlemagne wasn't real. And Charlemagne said, okay, well what makes me not real? And he said, because you're not a street nigga. He said, but you just said that Ye and Drake are real and they're not street niggas. And Dean ain't had nothing to say again. Because you sound stupid, my nigga. Like basically you didn't have anything to say. And Charlemagne kept saying, like, yo, you sound like a hater, though. He was like, okay, so why you say that? He was like, because, like you just said, you was on the track with me, and then you went on tax, and you talked all that shit. And he was like, and I didn't disagree with you said about me, but, like, you was just on the track with him eight days ago. So if you said on tax that you felt that way when you made the song with him, so why you make the song with him? Oh, you wouldn't understand that because you ain't no real nigga. And Charlemagne was like, what's real about that? Charlemagne just kept saying, yo, what is, you sound crazy my nigga, you sound dumb you coming up in here saying it's not about the music, it's something else, but you don't want to say what it is, now you threatening me on the radio and people's like, oh he shut he shut Charlemagne up, no, did he? like nigga, you on the live radio making threats, what you want, what, what's Charlemagne supposed to say? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, he, like what was he supposed to say? like, alright, okay okay, alright I was listening to it and all I could see was that, that meme of where, um, or gif of Jay standing there in the middle, surrounded by right, them, looking, looking like and Jay's just like looking like I am too old for this shit. I'm firing these niggas as soon as I get back to the office. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly how that's exactly how it was. And it's like, and, and Charlamagne even said that. Charlamagne was like, dude, like all the shit that went down with you and Jay and Rockefeller and all this shit, and you still on this shit, like, you sound like you haven't grown, he was like, it's real corny, he was like, it's all these years later, and you just, you sound like you haven't grown at all, like, you haven't learned anything, you gotta, you know what I mean, it, it, listen. Yo, like, my thing is, though, dude, like, you almost died last year, you almost died. On some bullshit, on some bullshit, on some bullshit, they wasn't even shooting at him, he got caught up in the, in the shooting. Right. Dude, you got one lung, and you out here wasting your breath on some bullshit. Right. That was the whole point. That's what Charlamagne was saying. Like, yo, my nigga, why don't you get in the studio and get this? Like, nigga, it's niggas out here getting money. Like, you you need beans. You Meek is like if you when you think of Philly and rap, you think of Freeway and you think of Beanie Siegel. Like, my nigga, you a legend. You could be out in Hollywood and everywhere else getting all these money just like all these, you will fly. It's not too many lyricists out there that's better than you. Even with your voice, like the nigga Beans, Beanie Siegel, it ain't that many niggas that can out-rap him, period, point blank. And it's like, nigga, you real cor- you looking real corny right now because you, you got dropped because, Jay, what's Jay's rap? Beans, I ain't trying to change you, just give you some games so you can make the transition from the steep to the fame. That was 20 years ago, he trying to tell you that shit, and you still on this shit. Do anybody? He just said some shit, what, three years ago on that Drake record. Beans will tell you if he wasn't in his feelings. Like, right. You always in your feelings. <laughs> right. Exactly. Always. Oh, yeah. Always.
always mad, nigga. Always mad. Always worrying about the wrong shit. Always trying to. I'm a G. You don't mess with me. I'm for okay, dude. Okay. If, you better hope nothing don't ever happen to me. Cause if I ever turn up shot or injured, guess what? You was on the radio threatening my life. So you better hope I be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stupid yeah, people, ass. People that was bigging that shit up was looking corny to me. Like you know, I, me that, too. That I was like, what's no real nigga shit? I'm I was sure. like, what's fly about this right here? Oh, he and shut I'm him sorry. up. And, and my 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 um quote will always be self-proclaimed real niggas is the most fraudulent. So fuck all y'all. Yeah, like what? What's fly? Oh, he shut him up. What did he? No, he didn't. Did he? No, he didn't. You ain't listened to the whole video because Charlamagne kept talking. He kept talking. He kept talking when he left and said the same thing. As soon as he was done, Charlamagne clapped his hands. Was like, "All right, my nigga, you look like a hater." <laughs> exactly what he, he said. Hit him with a, "Are you finished? Or are you done?" <laughs> I would have fell out. Basically, because that's what it was. Like he did not shut that nigga up at all. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I'll give each other, man. When them niggas come, he stand there, he take it, he just whatever. Yeah, cause yeah, cause y'all roll up on a radio guy, and he be like, oh, that's what he always use that it's radio excuse, do we? I mean, cause that's what we do, we on the radio. So when you know when you come in here, I'm gonna be asking you questions. So what you think you can't? Like I don't understand that criticism. Oh, he always falls back on the radio, cause that's where the fuck we at. We on the fucking radio. Like, you came in here People to, to, in to like do they, an interview. And they be surprised when Charlamagne started doing right. stuff. And it's just like, you knew where you were coming. You came in here to do an interview. This ain't a, this ain't a fight. We ain't meet at school yard at three. You came in here to do an interview. Birdman did the like, same thing. You mad at me about shit I said. Okay? Like, I'm telling you. You come up there for the publicity, for the... Right. Like, to tie into that shit. Right. And then when you get into it, you be up there surprised. Like, right. Niggas that, niggas that know, they come up there and they right. just ask. Just be like, man, y'all crazy. That's Even it. I give Ye credit. Ye ain't like Charlemagne. Charlemagne has said some some terrible shit about his wife. But Ye went up there and he sat in the interview. And he tried to get all gangster. And when and when Charlemagne said something he ain't like, he was like, all right, well, that's your opinion. You know what I mean? Like whatever. He was that's that's how like I don't understand these niggas. Like y'all going in there like y'all so tough and shit. Like this the radio. Like, did you roll like exactly like just the radio dude? Oh, he hide behind the microphone. What you talking about? We on the radio. That's what you came here for. Like I don't get it. I don't hide at all. I don't understand. What are you talking about? I, I I'm sitting here. He said everything to he said everything to Birdman to his face that he been saying on the radio. You ain't paying Wayne. You doing Wayne wrong. I don't think you have the money. I think you broke. Like you know what I mean. I don't. I I agree. Like I don't understand. I'm like maybe I'm just an old nigga. But this shit is corny to me. I was like, Bean sound a real. Cool. I was looking at everybody on the timeline. Like y'all niggas fake. I was like, Bean sound real corny to me. He sound real dumb. He sound really ignorant. And I I ain't think Charlamagne was wrong at all. Nope. Um. So then so then he goes into this homophobic rant because how did it come up? Oh, because Charlamagne was asking what he thought about the new rap. How, why, I forgot how it came. I think he asked. Yeah, I forgot how it came up the first time, but the second time was him saying something about the new, the new age rap. Yeah. So B start calling them faggots and homos, and it's whack. And how I'm gonna explain to my son about two men? Ki- Nigga, fuck your son. Fuck you. I don't know how you explain about death. How you explain about the rain? How you explain about smoke? Same way you explain everything else. Just explain it. Some niggas is gay. Like I don't understand. Like. I'm so sick of you niggas, man. I'm so tired of you motherfucking niggas, like, with this bullshit. That ain't right, and this ain't right, nigga. How many fucking... If you... I don't know. I be ranting too much. What, what... You feel like... What you... What you... What you was saying when you... When you heard that shit? And I was like, this nigga just get dumber and dumber. 
I was just, yeah, I, essentially I just said the same thing. Like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm, actually, that's the ar- argument that I'm most tired of. People like, how do I explain this to my kids? Honestly, your kid understands it a lot better than you do. You probably don't have to explain shit other than these people love each other. And that's it. Like, that's all you have to say if you have to say anything at all. And it's like, yo, honestly, you think it's easier or you think it's harder to explain that these people love each other versus you, why you sitting here with one lung? Like, that's <laughs> Really? That's that's what was going through my mind. Like, how did you explain that? Shit? Exactly. How do you explain that's anything, nigga? How you explain how you turn the key in a lock? How you explain how you put gas in the car? You just explained the shit. Like, what the like, fuck? like how you how you explain why you always got beef with everybody? Explain <laughs> that. Like, how you explain that beer, my nigga? Like, it's ugly. Like, they kill me with that shit. What do you explain? Like, these people living their life, and then um, because I remember Meek had posted like a screenshot of some text message. Which I now understand to have been from Beans referencing um, Lil Uzi Vert, I think. Is that yeah. the purple hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now in retrospect, all that shit makes sense. And it's just like, man, y'all niggas are so corny. Like, you worried about all the wrong shit. These people out here getting money, doing what they do, doing everything that you could have done, and you didn't because you were mad. If you wasn't like, so tight and stressed and worried about shit, then ain't your turn to worry about. If you didn't just, you know, if you would have just gone and done the music shit because right. it's music, like you say, right. then maybe you would be a much happier individual. You might have two lungs. Like, <laughs> you, you bugging. Like, yeah. I just, that, that to me, that's the most tired argument. How it's, do I explain to my kids, well, they got to look at this, they got to look at two men on the TV. Motherfucking, like, we've been looking at straight people all our fucking lives. All our lives. Explaining Anybody it. Anybody ever had to sit us down and explain right? to us why we're looking at right? straight people. right. It's not that hard. You know what? Sexuality is, is, is a spectrum, and some people like boys, and some people like girls, and that's it. Here's the problem. It's like, you're probably mad because somebody didn't explain to you. I don't know. I don't know what you're mad about, but I, I just, you're probably the one needing the explanation. I don't think the kids need the explanation. I just don't know why you'll be so worried about what somebody else do. It don't affect you. Like, and and that's another thing. He said that. He said that in a tax interview, and he said it on the Breakfast Club interview. Like he when he was saying, you know, he should leave Drake alone. Drake out here doing it, getting his money, and blah blah blah. Why doesn't the same principle apply? People out here getting it. They they getting their roles on TV. They getting their roles in the music. They make they getting they winning awards. They getting their money. Like what you mad about? Yeah, I don't understand why you're so concerned about other people. I just don't, I don't understand that. Like, y'all motherfuckers be so concerned about shit that ain't your business. Mind your business. I don't understand why you got all these motherfucking kids. I don't understand these ugly, I don't understand why your teeth is fucked up. I don't understand why your beard is ashy. I don't understand why you, you, uh, we could be here all day about shit I don't understand. I don't understand why your tongue is white. Because I like, I like beans. And I still like beans, even though he probably don't fuck with but it's like, dude, man, like, I understand everything about why you fell off the way you Right, grow up, my nigga. You're like 45 years old. It's like, at some point, you got to grow. At some point, you're supposed to evolve. And it's like, nigga, you just stuck on stupid, my nigga. Like, you stuck on this dumb shit. I just, it's like. You don't see nothing wrong with it. Like, nothing. And, like. He just kept talking in circles and sh- listen. Charlemagne ain't the brightest bulb. Charlemagne ain't. Charlemagne's a dumb nigga too. But like, it's like he wasn't even he wasn't even registering what he was saying. So he thought he's so ch- trying to be hard and trying to be. I'm a gangster. I'm a thug. He ain't even. Charlemagne wasn't even. He's trying to talk sense to you, my nigga. Charlemagne was like, yo, I don't beans. 
I just don't understand what you're doing, my brother. You said he wasn't going to make a diss record, then you make a diss record. You're looking like a hater. You're looking like you jump on whoever hot. And everything he was saying, Charlemagne was just like listening and then being like, okay, he was like, well, it was for Philly. He was like, okay, so all this beefing you're doing right now, that's good for Philly? Man, you don't know. You ain't, you ain't no us. You ain't no real nigga. That's how you know. And all y'all niggas on the TL, that's right. That's right. Y'all corny too, nigga. That nigga wasn't making no sense. He wasn't making no sense. He sounds stupid and ignorant at 45 years old. He sounded like he was just like a teenager, like a just nigga. Like, you got to grow up out of that shit, man. It's too much money out here, B. Like, you motherfuckers got these connections and these, and I always go back to that interview that Jay, Jay did and I think it was Vibe, maybe? I can't remember. Back when all the shit was going down and he was going to, um, Rockefeller broke up and he was going to the president, be the president in the Def Jam, and he gave that interview and he talked about the meeting he had with Beans in his office and how, you know, he just... You know, he could he had to move on because like niggas wasn't evolving basically. And every time, every, that whole interview, I just thought about that. I was like, this is what Jay was talking about. And here you are, sixteen years later, still on this shit. A nigga couldn't help you if he wanted to. In other words, you know what I mean? Nigga couldn't help That's you if you wanted I don't to. Understand? Like Miss Blink was like the trillest nigga of the trill. And me, I mean Miss Evolve. Is he still? A shooter, probably so. That's his business. Can't speak. But he's an executive. It's a positive shit. Right, executive somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure somewhere somebody got a check for him. And if not, you know, all right, come do this, come do that. Beans one of them niggas. You can't help if you want to. You can't, cause it's like he ain't gonna know how to act. He gonna always be on that street shit. It's gonna always be some drama. He gonna always be in his feelings. You know what I mean? He like you can't like bring nowhere because it's gonna be something. Gonna something gonna pop off, right? Somebody gonna look at him funny. Somebody gonna step on his shoes. Somebody disrespect him. Like, oh man, come on. I got time for this shit. Exactly. So, yeah, that was it. That was on that video. That was, that was that was it, right? The homophobic part, like it was just like icing on the cake. I was like, now nah, here this nigga go. Like, right. um, all right. So that's it. On the carnival. Sorry about my sniffing and coughing, y'all. I figured out I have a um a bronchial infection, and it's caused by a virus. So it's nothing they can do. You just gotta work it out. They say if you get a fever or whatever, it's turning into pneumonia. You go to the hospital. So basically, I'm just struggling. Um. All right. So let's go on the shit we watch. Um. Uh, what you want to do first? You saw? Did you see um Insecure? Yeah. What you think about it? I thought it was funny. Right? I um I wasn't a huge fan of Awkward Black Girl. Oh really? I um, loved it. <laughs> just, like it just wasn't my brand of humor. Um but this this is funny. And I like this a lot. It's relatable. Um it's funny. Like I'm excited to see where, where she goes with it. I love Issa Rae. She's my favorite. I love the Awkward Black Girl. Um I forgot how I found it. I was just fucking around on YouTube one day and I found it and I was like watching, I was like, Oh my god, this is so good and then she had um, this other like church show that I didn't like so much mainly because I just don't do the church shit but I mean she had that and then I was I had read about her trying to get the show and then she got a deal but then the deal fell through because she said they were trying to like change the show too much so I'm glad it finally came through I love it I love her I love her humor I think she's really smart and I, it's like you know just regular shit I'm tired of all these shows where everybody's like a super music mogul and you know, like, everybody's super together. This is just like some, yo, nigga, my shit is not together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm struggling out here. So, I like it. Um, yeah. 
Was yeah, it was super realistic. Like even like the classroom part had me rolling. Yo, yo that shit like, was. Like, what he said about her? Yo, they killed her outfit. Ain't nobody got to yo. That shit was funny, man. Your outfit. What's it? What he say? What's her outfit? Something I forgot. They guess. She, um, she had said something, and then the kid was just like, "Your outfit got left." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They flamed her gear, man. That shit. Them kids roasted her. That shit was funny as fuck. Like kids would do that though. Like all that shit was real. They really would do that. Exactly. That shit was mad funny. Um, yeah, so that yeah, I like it. Um Broken I, Pussy had me fucking in tears. <laughs> that was funny. Different. Broken pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that shit I love Issa Rado. She's funny to me. I hope she goes very far. Um all right, so let's do let's do ATL. You see last night's episode? Yeah. Um, I, like it started off funny, and then like I don't know, like it felt like last night was just a bunch of different sketches, and I didn't really, I ain't really like that. Paper Floyd was funny, bro. I love Paper the interview Boy. part. That, like that was funny, and I thought the transracial shit was funny, but like I see, I didn't. I was trying to figure out the trend. Yes, the transracial shit itself was funny, but I was trying to figure out because he started out with the trans, regular trans, and Paperboy was not with it at all. And then it was kind of like I, I was like, "Is he?" Because he went to the transracial thing, and of course it was like ridiculous. You can't be white just because you say you white. But I felt like he was trying to say that also about trans. Like, well, you can't just just because you say you feel like a woman, you can't be a woman. And that's why I was like, eh, I don't know if I like this because I feel like he's trying to say that you can't be trans. So that's why I was just like, eh, I don't know about this. Even though the transracial shit was hilarious. That, that shit was funny. When they, when they asked his mama, <laughs> she was just like, that boy ain't white. <laughs> I'm sure I would love to wake up and be Rihanna, but, but I ain't. that ain't happening. <laughs> that shit was funny. Yo, it was funny. That part was funny. Paperboy, I tell y'all again and again, that's my favorite character. I don't like none of them other characters. I like Paperboy is me. His reactions at that interview, when dude said, this don't pay, and he looked off camera like, yo. I was like, yo, that was me. That is so, Paperboy is me in every situation when the person the thing that paperboy does is what i would do <laughs> what he says how he looks that was totally the end when he said um he he told that dude he looked like a dead palm tree <laughs> <with> that blonde <laughs> paperboy at that table i put on twitter i was like this is like my tl because his reactions is like how i be looking at the tl sometimes when niggas be mad and problematic i used to be like <laughs> Yo, this that nigga. That shit was funny, man. Um, but yeah, that episode, the commercials, I got it. Like the switch sweet one. Again, for me, like I said last week, he's not as clever as he thinks he is. Like I got it. Okay, let's make the black commercial. But I just didn't think they were that funny. I was like, oh, all right. Like the dude with the Dodge Charger that got out the Dodge Charger with no pants on. I was like. You always do too much, nigga. Like this was not necessary. Like this is too much. I didn't. I didn't like the sketch format. I like it better as like a narrative with a plot. And I, mean, I didn't. I didn't like how it was set up last night. Um. Yeah, but it, it, you know, it's again. I'm gonna watch it. I don't think it's an A plus show, but it's a decent show. But 
I watch it just for Paperboy. I swear I love Paperboy. <laughs> He's dying. He's like, woo, nigga, look at your hair, nigga. You got a bang. How the fuck you got a bang, nigga? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, it was so funny. <laughs> then he took the picture. He's like, I'm saying, my nigga, like, your hair is fucked up. <laughs> oh man oh god alright so that was Atlanta let's move on to um, Queen Sugar my favorite <coughs> that comes on tonight um last week's episode so you saw it right yeah I'm trying to remember I can only remember so Nova goes to the uh, radio station and she meets yeah. um this Reagan, who shout out, I don't know if she still listens to this podcast, but I know she has listened to it. She's on on the show. Um, she plays. So so Nova is like this writer, like we said last week. She writes for the um, New Orleans paper. She writing this story, and they, so they go to the radio show. And I forgot what her character does. She's like works for kids. Also, I can't really remember exactly what she did, but they were at the radio station. So they go out, and she starts macking Nova because. Um, you know, Nova was like, oh, nice necklace. And she's like, oh, here, I'll give it to you. and But I'm going to get it back, right? And she grabbed, and this is what I was saying when I y'all tried to say I was being mean. When I said I don't like giving girls my number, I just be like, yo, sis, I'm not going to call you. Because I don't want you snatching your phone. Nowadays, you can't just write a number on a piece of paper. Bitches be taking your phone, try to put the, put it in and text you right away. I don't, I don't want all that shit. I don't want your number on my phone. I ain't going to call you. I ain't going to text you. Let's save each other's time. And that scene was why. Because she grabbed Nova's thing and was like, here go my number. Now, when they look like that, that's fine. But the ones that, that be wanting to do that shit, don't be looking like that. So... That's why I ain't gonna I was waste your time. So, you remember playing that um that role on the spectrum? Go you. Yeah. So that was a great scene. I was like, that's how you fucking flirt. Um, for all y'all to be talking about, you don't know when somebody flirting with you. That's that's how you know. Um, yeah, all her baby hairs laid to the side. <laughs> right, they was late. It was not. It was they was smoothed it. Um, so that happened, and then what else? Oh, so. Davis and the pretty face are getting ready to so the, the um girl that Davis is accused of raping decides she's gonna take this money. So they're gonna go pay off um the girl with for, for, with the money for the, for to make the uh, rape case go away, right? So they get there and um the girl tells the lawyer that she 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 wants to read the statement and she only wants to read it to Davis, she don't wanna read it to the others just to Davis. So they go and she reads the statement and as she's reading the statement Charlie is figuring out which again, I don't know why she they, every, he's lied about everything about this incident so why she was so sure that he was telling the truth, I don't know. But as she's reading this statement it becomes clear that Davis has been lying and not telling her the truth and not telling her the whole story because the girl's like, you know, you told you, you left and they told me that you said that they can have sex with me, and I told them that you would never say that, but it turns out you did. So she's reading this whole letter, and as she goes along, you know, my pretty face is just starting to realize that, yo, they really raped this girl. Like, he really did this. Like, he's not innocent. He's been lying like you really did what she said you did. And she gets, and um, so the whole point there was for her to get the money, um, Davis was going to have to apologize. So, this was the one where she played the phone call? 
Yeah, she recorded she recorded the phone call and everything. So right. So um so as this is going on, she's playing a recording because the girl's like, You said I was your girl. Like it's clear that the girl's not lying, she's telling the truth, and that Davis has been lying and did actually set her up to be raped. And Davis is like, Well, what's the big deal? You got paid and all you know, just just being an asshole. Um and Charlie just stands up like, you know what? I apologize. I'm so sorry. I, you know, she basically just apologized to the girl, like, I'm sorry, I put you through this, I, I, you know, everything you were saying was true, she didn't say this, but I mean, basically that's what it was, and she walked out, tells Davis it's over, um, so that part was really good, um, what else? Uh, Ralph Angel had the police at the house. Ralph Angel had the, now, Okay, so we we was trying to figure out the phone deal from yesterday, so from last week. So I figured out what it was. That dude, the, the um the light skinned dude, he stole the phones from that place, like where they work at. So they shipping mm-hmm. shit or whatever. He got he took the phones from there. He so he stole the phones from the workplace, and Ralph Angel was supposed to sell them. So Ralph Angel takes the phones home. Um, he quits because the dude jumps him or whatever because he tell him he's not selling the phones or whatever. And the boss who been who been short his check because he a convict and or he on parole and no he can't do nothing about it. So he quits and he tells the dude, look, if you don't give me my money, I'ma tell you know whatever. So they send the police to Ralph Angel's house with a warrant to look for these phones. Meanwhile, Vi, Aunt Vi, noticed that blue, uh, Ralph Angel got all this extra money. And he like, well, you know, I'm a working man now. And Vi looking like, you working, but you ain't making no money like this. Where does all this motherfucking money come around? So, like, you know, how black aunties do, she noticed he go to the um, shed, and the shed got this lock on it now. Excuse me. Now, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, now you locking the shed? What's going on in the shed? Oh, nothing. So, of course, Vi goes and checks in the shed, and she finds those phones. And she moves the phones. So, when the... Sheriff comes to, um, you know, they got the search warrant. Hey, we think it's some stolen property here or whatever. They going through the property. They go out to the shed, which, lawyer note, they would not have been able to legally search that shed unless that search warrant was also for the shed. If the search warrant was just for the house, it doesn't allow you to search the shed. But anyway, go out to the shed, and, and the shed was locked. Um, they look in there. Ralph Angel nervous as shit, because he don't know how Vi move the phones. He think them phones is in the shed, and he on parole, so if they find them, he going straight back to jail, right? But Vi move the phones, so they don't find them. They leave. He relieves, so the next day, Vi let him know, look, I took them phones, and I threw them to the bottom of the bayou, so whatever you was planning on doing, you ain't going to do it now, and get your shit together, basically. Because Ralph Angel's can't get right. Um... So then they start the they start the planning, which I thought was funny because Nova and Charlie out there in white t shirts. I'm like, who go, who goes out to plant in fucking white shit? Um, so they they start to they get Prosper the old man to come back. He's like, look, I'll do your farm for you. Just give me you know pay me whatever and give me ten percent of the crop and do what the fuck I say and don't give me no problems and we'll we'll make it work. So they do and they start the um they start the, the crop planting the crop planting the sugar cane. And um, that's about it, right? Nothing else happened, right? For the most part. Nah, that was it. Yeah. So the police. That scene was the last part. Yeah, I love that show, man. Like I said, I love it. I love. I look forward to it every week. It's my favorite new show. It's my favorite black show. Um, that and Blackish. Um. I, I just love it. It's great. The characters are great. I just love the depiction of black people and a black family, and that's real and and just authentic. And that's how we act. 
and that's how we are, and it's just a black culture, it's not a bunch, you know, it's not a, a, a white person on the outside looking in, like, you can tell all the directors are women, all the directors are women of color, and it's clear, everything is authentic, the way I'm by, I move those phones, that's just what your auntie would do, trust me, your auntie going up in that shit, like, I don't know what this boy got up in here, but I know he ain't got no money like this, and we don't need no bullshit, I don't need, I ain't got time for them taking my house, if they find some drugs or whatever, so let me go ahead and see what this shit is, like, that's exactly what they do, so, it was just great, um, yeah, so shout out to Queen Sugar, Alright, so, hey, also I wanted to ask you, I, I meant to tell you too, but I forgot. So, we talked last week about, I, you listened to Solange album, I knew you was going to like it, you said you liked it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I'll keep in rotation like that, because it's just not where I'm at all the time. Um, but it was super black, that I thought that Cranes in the Sky song was going to be um, washed up where everybody was saying it was dope, but that's really a dope song. I mean, other than that, it's nothing, like, I'm not out here standing on the corner yelling about it, but it wasn't terrible. Was I it, liked it more than I thought I would. Was it better than Frank's joint? I'll listen to it again if that's any answer for you. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I figured you was gonna like it. I'm like, oh, I should probably like that shit. I ain't like, I ain't gonna, I mean, it ain't nothing I didn't like it. It just ain't for me. Like, I was like, I would never listen to this. Um, but hey, it's number one, so a lot of people like it good for her. Um Oh, I do have a yours and negra too. Shout out to Riri for all them goddamn AMA nominations, which is a good sign. Because you know I've been on record. I think I think Anti's an album of the year and I think it should win, but I I also think they're gonna rob her at the Grammys and give it to Adele or give it to Beyonce for political reasons, cause you know, God forbid you don't give Beyonce the Grammy for Lemonade, even though it was not the best album that came out this year. But that gave me some hope. Because she had the most nominations, and she got nominated for R&B, and she got an and anti I me mean, with the streaming sales. It's double platinum. With you know, AMA goes off for of sales a lot. I think Lemonade. I don't know. I don't think Lemonade didn't stream more. I think it sold more physical copies, but not by much. And only if you don't count the 1.4 Samsung did it sell more. But even if you count the 1.4, Rihanna still sold like um, over a million units. A, 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 beyond that, so if you add that and what she sold, she still sold like over 2 million so, that was good I'm like, okay, that she got that many AMA nominations, that means she's on the radar because I was like, they gonna play Ree, they not they gonna give her maybe one or two nominations maybe song of the year for work, and they gonna act like that shit wasn't the best album that came out this year and it was, so, hopefully this carries over into the Grammys, because it's deserved, and if she don't win album of the year, she got robbed, and I don't give a fuck about y'all B high, B stands, I'm not knocking B, that was a good album, but it was not better than Anti, there was no album that came out this year that was better than Anti, that shit stayed on the chart for 32 days, and had fucking mass singles that was like number one hits, and it's still moving up the charts, the on- and matter of fact, I put The Life of Pablo over Lemonade, my top three albums this year is Anti, The Life of Pablo, and Chance Coloring Book, Lemonade, I give it I mean, I, I got another album that I put ahead of Lemonade, but I'll give it four at the, at the most. I'll put it in top five. Lemonade? Yeah. You wouldn't? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I think, I actually, I actually, like, I actually think Jeffrey was one of the hottest albums out this year, too. Young Thug's Joint? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I guess, like, well, no. Life of Pablo I like, but I only like the first five records on it. Um, you ain't like Fade? Like you ain't like Fade? After that. You ain't like uh-huh. Fade? 
the joint with Tiana? You ain't like um famous? No, I ain't really like famous. Like you ain't that. like waves? I like waves. So that's what I'm saying. Like uh, after the first five minus famous, I don't really, I ain't really like it. You ain't like um highlights? Yeah, highlights. So that's two. So you only really ain't like famous. <laughs> All the rest of them you liked. No. I like the first You like three. Father Stretch My Hands. I like the first three. Yeah. I skip famous. Okay. I like um Waves is Waves. Next. Yeah. I like highlights. Yeah. Then it's low lights. Uh, actually low lights comes before highlights. But low lights and is like a the, it's like an interview. Song? I like the friend song. So you like all the songs when they go on when you don't like his famous. No, but I don't. What one you don't like? When I listen to that album, I really only listen to the first couple of songs. Because I didn't feel like the album made sense. Like it's like it jumped around to me. Alright, hold um, on. I'm gonna tell you. After it's 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 Ultra Light Beams. Hold on. Um Father Stretch My Hands, then Famous, I think. Or is it high, or the low lights? No, I think it's low light. Famous is like five. Okay, so boom, yeah, all right. I like the first three. I like uh, highlights. I like waves, and I like real friends. So you don't like you like you like FML because you said you do. Oh yeah, and FML. You like feedback. Mm-hmm. You like you like highlights. You like freestyle four. Which one is that? It's after the one that comes after highlights. No, I see it, but how? What's that song about? Um. Um. All right, so you don't like that one. You like waves, like FML. You like real friends? Yeah. You like wolves. You don't like Frank's joint. I don't like Silver Surfer. I think that nigga sounds retarded. You like Thirty Hours? Nah. You like No More Parties in L.A.? Nah. You like Fade? With Tiana Taylor. No, not really. You like St. Pablo? Not really. Alright, so you like half of it. Alright. I like, I mean, I I listen to that album more than I go to Views, so. I don't go to Views at all. I listen to that shit the night it came out, and I ain't listened to it since. I don't say that shit at all. Um, yeah, so, my, my top five of the, of the year would be Anti, number one. The life of Pablo to me is the second best. Um, and Chance, but if you sw- if you want to switch Chance and Life of Pablo, I wouldn't argue with you. I just myself prefer Life of Pablo a little bit more than Chance because um, it's a few songs on Chance. Is it cool? But I was like, eh, I skip them. Um, then I then for me, I liked My Name Is Jeffrey, Young Thug. I thought that was a dope album. And then Lemonade. I put Lemonade in top five. If I really wanted to stretch, I could probably find one that I liked better than Lemonade. But I'm trying to be objective because I don't want to say it's trash because it wasn't. It's just like I said, half of the album I just could have done without. But you know, so hopefully they don't rob Brianna. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. All right. So and and the other good sign. I won't say it's a good sign, but the fact that she lost that Emmy, that kind of let me know like, okay, they giving her recognition. For having the project, but they not—they're not gonna jump out the window and act like it's the best thing that was out. Cause I was surprised when she didn't win the Emmy. Cause I mean, I ain't see Grease live, but you know, 
I, get, I think that was them saying, all right, it was great. We're going to nominate it. We're going to nominate it, but we're not going to give you the award because it's all this other better stuff out. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm trying to think. I, I, did you like the race from joint? Just a new joint? I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as the first one. I didn't play. No, I'll I play. Mean, it. I like the singles that they put out, but yeah. I ain't really. I still that play that first one. Me like the first one. No, nah, I still play that for in the gym. I still play it. I, I played it the other day. Like I still play that joint from beginning to end. The newer one, I like Black Beatles, and it's a couple songs on there I like, but I, I don't like it like I like the first one. I like Look Alive and I like Black Beatles. Yeah, basically, right? Um, what else? That was all. Like, well, I'm trying to think. Okay, so anybody got you fucked up? No. Um. Not this week. Me neither, really. Um. As far as I know, my new start date is Monday. Nothing changed. So she was supposed to email me today, which she hasn't. I'll shoot her an email tomorrow with it. Give me the details and shit. Um. But yeah, no, no, no. Nobody got me fucked up. Um. Eagles lost, but that's all right. You know, we can't, we crawled back from a 20 point lead. We lost by one point on the fumble and the interception. We got a rookie quarterback, so we knew eventually an interception or fumble was going to come. But the future is bright. He looked great. And I think we're going to go in Minnesota today and, and, and surprise some people, or this week and surprise some people. And I actually, this who got me fucked up. I got to got me fucked up. I just thought about it. New York NFL TV rights got me fucked up. Bruh, this is New York City. This is the metropolitan area. This is the, the biggest TV market in the world. There is no reason why on Sunday there is only one game. One game option, and it's always the Jets. Can't see the Eagles game. Can't see the NFC game. It be When I lived in D.C., I will always, it would be three games on, at the minimum two. So if you ain't want to see the game that was on, like, Fox or whatever, you can turn to another channel and see another game. This motherfucker, every week after week after week, it's the Jets. It's the Jets versus San Diego. It's the Jets versus the Broncos. I don't give a fuck about these AFC teams. I don't give a fuck about the AFC. The only team in the AFC I can watch are the Steelers and the fucking Patriots. All these other teams, I don't give a fuck about them. Y'all need to get better TV rights for the New York metro area. It needs to be an option for people that don't want to write. All in New York don't even like the Jets. It need to be an option for people who want to see other fucking games. I should be. This is the NFC East, my nigga. If the Giants are not playing, which is the New York team, I should have an option of seeing one of the other NFC East games. I should be able to watch the Eagles game or the Redskins game or the Cowboys game. Like I shouldn't just be stuck with the Jets. That's fucking ridiculous. Week after week, I gotta watch the shit on the stream. The stream be delayed. They be having touchdowns or field goals. And I don't know till like two or three minutes after. It sucks. Fucking TV rights in New York suck. It's ridiculous. This ain't Ohio. This ain't some podunk-ass town where all we need to have is a little one college team and who wants to see anything else. This is New York City, man. You got niggas from all over. Like, come on. And I don't like going to bars to watch games because I take this shit personal and I might beat your ass if you're talking shit about my team. Well, I might get, my shit is serious. I got rituals. I got shit I do when I'm watching the game. The Eagles need me. Okay? I can't do this shit in a bar. So... Please show the shit on TV. Some other than a goddamn Jets game. Y'all gonna have the Eagles on Fox this week. Thank God. But usually, y'all should be struggling. Alright. That was my God fucked up. Okay. So, that's it for this week. What are we gonna call this one? Uh, one lung. <laughs> I was about to say half breath. Oh. <laughs> call this shit one lung. 
Yeah. Um, real quick though, um, we we're gonna talk about it next week. But on Centric last night was yeah. a documentary called Same Difference. Um, basically about all the lesbians and all the different kinds of lesbians. Yo, did you watch it? I got things. I, to, I got things to I say. About, it was late. I got things to say about that shit. I just watched it. It's only an hour. It came out last year. I remember when it came out. I just never saw it. It was on like YouTube or something. I never watched it, but I watched it just now. Yo. Yeah. I haven't finished it so I want to go over it next week. I got shit to say bro we gonna have to talk about that one um yeah uh, okay um alright so we going to one long yeah uh alright y'all so thanks for joining us for this episode 76 so thank you for asking um thank you for all our new listeners newcomers new followers new subscribers um please continue to tell your friends um, reach out to us on our email, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com, and also the podcast Twitter, which is thanks underscore for asking without the G. Yes, and those updates we've been telling you about with the sound and everything else, um, they're still coming. We, we, uh, grassroots here, we do everything with our own pocket, so, you know, niggas got bills and shit, so be patient with us, but, you know, we're gonna upgrade our sound and we, you know, we're gonna keep evolving. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, thanks for asking, thanks for liking us. Follow us on Twitter. Um, hit us on our regular uh, or our individual Twitter accounts and um, again anything you want to hear us talk about or any subjects specific to what we do here uh, let us know alright and see y'all next week peace peace